Hello and welcome to another In Conference with Michael Jackson podcast right here on your favorite podcast platform. This is cliffcentral.com. I should get a million rand for every time I say that. Who was that guy on CNN? Doesn't make sense. Anyway, by now, if you're a regular listener to our show, you'll know what we talk about. I'm a conference speaker, privileged to travel the world. I've done over 2,500 conferences, met some amazing people on the way. And when Gareth said to me, why don't you bring that as a concept to cliffcentral.com and bring us some of those people that you're privileged to meet, I thought, yeah, why not? And that's where the show began. I'm also really proud of homegrown South African talent and delighted to share with you that my guest on our next podcast here today is none other than a legendary global speaker who bases himself out of Johannesburg as I do as well. His name is Justin Cohen. I've known him for years. It's an absolute bloody miracle that we found 15 minutes free in his diary to do this interview. He's joining us from a secret location somewhere in Justin Cohen land. Um, and we're delighted to have him with us. Justin, a real, real honor and privilege to have you on the show. Michael, the honor and privilege is all mine. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I can't wait to hear what I have to say. <laughs> I love it. Now, I've <laughs> known you for several decades now as a speaker, a storyteller, a psychologist, a TV producer. You're a book author. You've got series on YouTube. I mean, do you ever stop working first and foremost, Mr. Cohen? Ah, you know, work is more fun than fun. (laughs) I just absolutely love what I do. You know, I've just come out of a two-day program. I do a program called Leadership Inside Out from 8 till 5, Saturday and Sunday. And honestly, I posted just on Facebook, I couldn't think of a better way to spend a weekend. You know, I know that might sound a little crazy to some people, but I absolutely adore what I do. I feel like the luckiest guy in the world. It's, uh, you know, we we call it the privilege of the platform. Uh, So, yeah, it, it, I suppose I do it. It, it seems like a, this prodigious output, but I do it because I'm just kind of addicted to it. I'm the same as you. I just love what I do. I've described it as the most yeah. fun you can have with your clothes on. <laughs> now, Justin, when I, when I first came across you, apart from some TV stuff that we did many years ago that I'm still quite proud of, but we don't need to talk about that right now. Um, I'm, I kind of met you as a speaker when you were involved in storytelling, and I know that's been a big part of your career, helping mm. people get better stories out of themselves, their companies, and really lifting conferences up to an even higher level. Is storytelling still a big part of what you do on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, sure it is. You know, look, all language is a form of storytelling. What are conferences? Conferences are essentially, you know, you get up and you share a story. But there are different kinds of stories. And the stories that excite me are, are you know, what we think of a story when you think of a film or a book. Um, and you might think, well, what place does that have in a conference? But uh, quick distinction, you know, you've got what I call dead stories, which are just abstract facts. And then you've got what I call living stories, which are real life examples, uh, case studies, for instance, you know, which is really what business schools are all about. If you think about it, you know, business schools and business books are essentially about sharing case studies, success stories, which enable us to go, wow, okay, if they did it, you know, maybe so can I. And this really is the way we learn. What what attracts me to story is, yes, I've always, you know, for as long as I can remember being involved in drama and TV and film. um, But once I got into the corporate world, I realized that we really was this great application because although we tend to 
think that, you know, once we get into business, we've got to kind of get into sort of abstract facts. Um, really, the way that we learn is through real life examples. And so, you know, you take a conference and you and I have worked together like this before, you know, where, you know, you, you, you give Joe an award. You say, congratulations, Joe increased sales by 30 percent. Well, you know, get Joe to earn his dinner. How did he increase sales by 30 percent? Don't just celebrate his success, which is important. Yes, let's recognize him. But let's find out how he did it so that we can all learn and go out there and replicate it. And I think you're absolutely right. There is a story inside everybody. Now, one of the things that people will be doing listening to you right now is thinking, wow, whatever positive juice this guy is on, I want some of that. I've never known you to be downbeat. Um, and that's really had an impact on some work that you're doing at the moment with that very well-respected brand, Johnny Walker. Yeah, you know, I uh, I developed a, a program many years ago for, for the Academy for Chief Executives in the UK called Leadership Inside Out. And I, I remember going to the, to, the, to the CEO and saying, you know, I want to put in a module on happiness. And he said, Justin, business is all about making money. You know, when you make enough of that, you'll buy happiness. <laughs> really, back then, happiness was not an idea, certainly in the corporate world whose time had come. And then last year, I got a call from Johnny Walker. It wasn't because I had been depleting their supplies. Uh, they told me that they were rebranding. Well, not exactly rebranding, but reframing that iconic line, keep walking, to mm. joy will take you further. And I knew then that change was in the air. Because if you think about it, whiskey brands are all about status and success. And now the leading brand in the category is talking about joy, you know, as if this is an episode of Oprah. And you wonder if somebody in the marketing department isn't, isn't you know, drinking something. Maybe they're smoking something. I mean, why are they talking about joy? Because, quite frankly, the science is finally slapping us in the face. We used to think that success was the key to happiness. Actually, it's the other way around. Happiness is the key to success. So we have a raft of research showing that happy people sell for 56% more. They're 31% more productive, 19% more accurate. And, and this is my favorite, Michael. The Parnassus Workplace Fund only invests in happy companies and has a 7% higher return than average. So, you know, while it might sound a little soft and fluffy at first, happiness, well, in fact, there's a direct correlation to the kinds of business outcomes that we're after. So away from that soft and fluffy side of it, I mean, you've got a solid psychological background as well, haven't you? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, uh, I've, uh, I've got a postgraduate degree in psychology. Psychology is really my love and passion. And, and that's what I'm about. You know, I'm about unlocking personal and organizational potential. And whether that's through using storytelling or whether it's, you know, injections of positivity or, you know, whatever it is, um, that's what excites me. And so that's why sometimes it seems like, well, you know, you've got a lot going on there. Um, where's the focus? But the focus really is about unleashing potential. And, you know, the research changes. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a research nut. I just, mm. I love it. That's why I've got this, this, this YouTube channel, The Human Experiment, where you know, every week I'm putting out, uh, you know, one key study in the human sciences that we can use to improve our lives or business. And as these studies come out, you know, I've got to change my material because it's, you know, it, it's a moving target. You know, we can't keep, you know, teaching what we we're teaching 10 years ago. Uh, you know, we, the, the, the science progresses. It's amazing. I mean, the, the YouTube channel Human Experiment, I've seen one or two episodes on there, and it's absolutely magnificent. But I mean, Thank let's you. go back to this fluffiness. I mean, you know, there are going to mm. be people listening to this going, look, the guy's upbeat. He's a positive psychologist. 
psychology expert. Brilliant. Johnny Walker's hired him. Fantastic. As the Africa ambassador, by the way, much kudos to you. But, you know, they're sitting there thinking, come on, happiness. We've got people, you know, on Facebook on Fridays around the world going, thank God it's Friday. And oh, God, it's Monday and two days of week. I never know what day of the week it is. I know that you don't know what day of the week it is. Um, we live a weird lifestyle, though. We've got this privilege of, of, as you say, being on the speaker platform. So we're all over the place doing what it is that we do. What about the average Joe or Susan listening to us right now? The average Sapiwe who's going, I hate my bloody job. I didn't want to be in this job anyway. I'm in the rat race. How do you make them happier? Well, firstly, you know, sadly, that is the reality. So most people are pretty disaffected, don't love what they do. And, uh, you know, and that and that's a real problem. You know, so to answer your question, how do you change that? Big answer there. Um, But, you know, it's really about culture. You know, culture, of course, is not race or ethnicity. Culture is the way we do things around here. And that's largely determined by leadership. You can pretty much predict uh, the culture of an organization by looking at the behavior of, of, of those leaders. And so, you know, in, in, in answer to your question, you've really got to come in and look at each, orga- each organization. But, but let's talk, as you say, let, let's talk to your listener right now who perhaps is not in leadership, you know, is in a position. Well, I'll tell you, Michael, one thing I've found is that you can be, you know, have a very, you know, senior position in an organization and be quite unhappy. And you can have actually quite a junior uh, position without, you know, a great deal, perhaps of even of, of much intellectual stimulation and actually be quite happy. And, I, I, and there are a number of, of, of factors, but I'll tell you the one that I think makes a real difference. And that is coming in with a sense of purpose. You know, if you're really, you know, there's three ways you can do your work. You can come, it can be a job. Now, a job you just do for the money. Yeah. You can have a career, a career you do for upward mobility, prestige, better salary, or you can have a calling. And a calling you do with that real sense that, of mission that you're making a real difference. Now, I know what you're thinking. Like, come on, Justin, a bank teller, how do they have a sense of calling? Well, I can tell you that I've seen CEOs of a job. It's really just about the money. And I've literally seen a bank teller, and I'll tell you about it if you want to know, who has a calling. And, and, it's, and what I've seen is it's not so much what we do. It's how we do it. If you come and, 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 it, and it's a mindset shift. And, and let me give an example of, 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 of this. And in fact, I'll give you a real great example because mm. it will show you how this affects the bottom line. So this was a study at Wharton Business School. They took a group of salespeople, the one, and they divided them into two. The one group, and, and here I'll also show you the path story. Before they went into sell, this, the, the, half the group listened to stories of customers whose lives had been positively impacted by the services of this company. And the other group listened to stories of other people who'd been in the same position and the perks, benefits, and incentives that they'd earned. So think about it as the purpose group, the mm-hmm. missionary group, how we get to make the, a difference, focusing on, on our clients' lives on, on proof versus the mercenary group, the, the what's in it for me, the how am I going to make more money for myself group, right? Mm-hmm. So the mercenaries did increase sales. Okay, They listened to these stories for six months before they went into sales. They did increase sales. But the missionaries, the guys focused on how I make a difference in other people's lives, doubled the sales, doubled the sales. What does this tell us? It tells us that... Anybody can be a missionary or a mercenary. You can come in and just have a job or you can come in and have a calling. Uh, It just depends on your mindset. If you're focusing on the value that you bring to other people, you're a missionary. And if you focus only on yourself, you're a mercenary. But what we know is that the missionaries, not only do they 
in this, in this, as this study proves, do they actually bring in more sales? They have more fun. They're 10 times more engaged. Because when you're out there making a difference in other people's lives, it feels good. So I would say to anybody listening, if you want to inject happiness into your work, try to focus on the, and you don't have to be in sales. Focus on, you know, that bank teller I was telling you about. She has this whole thing about being positively contagious. She knows that when every customer comes in, she wants them to, she knows that they, they can be, they can feel worse, neutral or better because of their interaction with her. And so her mission is that every person that she interacts with as a bank teller will feel a little better. And it might be as simple as a smile that she gave them or a thank you or doing something, you know, or, or you know, having a little laugh with, 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 with a child or whatever it is. It can be very, very simple. But that mission of hers keeps her upbeat and positive and enjoying her work. Wow. Now, this is a man who you're listening to, Justin Cohen, world-renowned speaker, author, video producer, YouTube channel owner, who charges an absolute arm and a leg because he justifies it around the world. Justin, we've got about 60 seconds left. 15 minutes listening to you has flown by. I should be paying you about 8,000 US for that section of your speech. Thank you so much. Um, where do people find you? Do they just go Google Justin Cohen? Or what do you want to guide them to most who are listening to you right now thinking, yay, I need to be there? Great, uh, Michael. Yeah, they can go to my website, justinpresents.com. That's www.justinpresents.com. And if they sign up for my blog, they will even be able to download uh, the first few chapters of my books for free. Uh, so all they've got to do is go to the website, justinpresents.com, uh, and uh, sign up for the blog, and they'll be able to download uh, the first few chapters of my book. I and of absolutely course, love it. Wow. Now, justinpresents.com. But you see, the other proof, just go and dial in Justin Cohen as well. Um, any good Google search for any good expert will come up with him. And there's tons of things, books, DVDs, all kinds of keynote speeches, the YouTube channels, all of it. The human experiment. Go and look for that. Time is against us. You're going to have to promise me you'll come back on a future program, Justin. We could talk for days. Absolutely, Michael. It's always such a pleasure talking to you. And I want to thank you so much for the show. I think it's absolutely superb. It's been a real privilege to be on it with you. And I will certainly keep listening. Thanks uh, for, for having, uh, you know, for having me on and, and, and just keep up the great work. Really ah, you it. don't have to say that. You can come back anyway. It's no problem at all. But thank you for those kind <laughs> words. The words of Justin Cohen, ladies and gentlemen, go Google him, get yourself inspired and make sure that you're tuning into next week's podcast in conference with Michael Jackson where you meet people of a caliber like Mr. Justin Cohen. On behalf of Justin and myself, thank you for being with us. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Cliffcentral.com.